This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. How many about a wonderful time during the conference? We give God all the praise. Hallelujah. In thanks, just lift up your right hand and say, Father, we thank you for all that happened during the conference. Every miracle, every life change, we give you praise. Blessed be your name, Father. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name. And we said this morning, Oh, dear Lord Jesus, let me start by saying, now, I don't, I'm not saying it because I say this from time to time, but I mean it this time around. Uh, get the message of the first service. It's on the YouTube. Just watch, because I will not repeat things that I said then. But while ministering during the uh, first service, I felt a very strong anointing, uh, quite to give out some instructions. So I'm asking everybody to try and get the message of the first service after this service. So let's read again Hebrews chapter 2. They were one when they were leaving Egypt. That when you enter the promised land, don't forget. They did and they forgot God. I will preach a message very soon that is titled Don't Forget. It's one of the structures in the Bible. Don't forget. And it has many ramifications. There are Christians listening to me this morning. When you are angry, you forget about all the good things that the person you are angry with. And I don't know why people do that. You join a church as a student, they sponsor you, help you. Now they were there, you're married, they were there, your children, they were there for everything. And then one day someone in church offended you, will forget about every other thing. Remember the only thing that they've done wrong and walk away. It is what people do in our world. How many people don't talk to their uncles or their, even some people to their parents? After bringing you up, sending you to school all these years, then they said something about the person you want to marry that you don't like and you will break down all forms of communication. You will not remember now you are 29. For 28 years, things were okay between you and your brother. He only did one thing and that's the only one you remember and you will not talk to them again. Why are human beings like this? That was what happened to Lot. See, sometimes I want to talk about something. Lord, we will talk about this. That was what happened to Lord. Somebody's enemy now that needs to hear what I'm saying. Lord, do you remember when his parents died? Abraham brought him up. Pretty soon he had little cash. And uncle was nothing to him again. X men versus X men. Abraham told Lord to choose, and Lord chose. At the end of the day, he lost everything. Everything. Everything he lost. Because people forget so soon. Some people listening to me, you have lived with people before and you have forgotten them. Why are women this quick to remember wrong things done to them, not good things? Somebody has borrowed you money three times, the fourth time he said no. That's what you remember. Are you angry? No, not the way they treated me. What about when they treated you well? Can you remember that time? There is nobody who has been a blessing to you. When you are close enough to them, they will also offend you. It is part of life. I can commend choir today and scold them tomorrow. So if I take them to Dubai, <laughs> and they come back and they don't sing well and I complain, so they get angry. I mean, that's just the way some people behave. 
Hallelujah. Are you with me? Let's read Hebrews 2. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hebrews 2. Let's read quickly. The Bible says, Therefore, we ought... You know, if I don't fully go into this, a message is not in the lens. What I've already said about remember, even though I've not preached the message, but the, few, the little part of it I mentioned now, is sufficient just to help somebody. It's not in how many words we speak. It's what we're able to take a decision on. So if somebody walks out of this service now and you go and call to apologize or to mend fences just to restore a broken relationship, the message has been justified. Yes. If you are hearing me and you are angry because of what somebody, the same person you are angry with has done many good things for you. Please, that is unfair treatment. That's not right. Glory to God. Why we are in this world, people will offend you. They will. I can't remember spending a long time shouting at any maid or anybody who has lived with us. I usually say to my wife, I always remember, you leave children with them and everything. If they've done something wrong, let's correct in a very simple way. Think so much about what they've been doing. It's true. But see, people don't pray like that many times. Hallelujah. Let's read. We need to give the more earnest ear to the things which we have heard. What will happen if we don't? Let's at any time. Now I want to continue what I started for service. What to do after receiving a word from God. Receiving a word from God is not the end of the matter. You have to do something with the word. So we read 1 Timothy 1, 18, where Paul said to Timothy that according to the prophecies that have gone ahead of you, that you might wage a good warfare by them. So prophecies are not received for receiving sake. You use them to do something. Why I'm sharing this with you, which I explained for service, is that after a major conference, some people find themselves remaining on the same spot even though during the meeting they expected so much to happen, it is because nobody has really told them to know that when the word is received from God, you still have to do something about the word received. So the Bible says what we should do. We should not allow them to sleep. We need to give more earnest heed. So many times, you don't need to hear more. You only need to pay attention to what you have heard before. Did you get that? God bless you. Sit down this morning. You must be alive all through the service. Can I hear amen? amen? Things you have heard, we need to give attention. The Bible says if we don't give attention to what we have heard, they will sleep. No matter how powerful the message is, no matter how anointed the prophetic word is, if you don't pay attention to them, after hearing them, they will sleep. So Proverbs 4.20 says, My son, Give attention. Give attention. Attend to my words. That means give attention to my words. I have spoken to you. What I have said to you, you must give attention to it. Incline thy ears to my saying. Verse 21. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them. 
is your responsibility. Keep them in the midst of your heart. This week that we, are, we have just stepped into, I'm going to encourage all of you to listen to messages like never before. When you are driving, when you are at home, keep playing all the messages during the conference, every session. Give attention. The Bible said, don't, the conference has ended. Don't let things to learn their depart. Save them. And how do you save them? By giving attention to them. Why? They are alive to those who find them. In other words, you haven't found them. They are not found when they are being spoken the first time. They are found when they are being given attention to after being spoken. Can I hear me? Did you hear that? Verse 22. They are alive to those who find them and else to all their flesh. For they are alive to those who find them. Now, this is very interesting. He said, attend to my words. If the words were found at the beginning, there wouldn't be any need for attending to them. The Bible says you only find them after attending to them. That means this is the process. The words are spoken. When they are spoken, they are received. When they are received, they are retained. When they are retained, they are found. Did you get that? Praise the Lord. So that the, the fact that they are spoken does not mean that they are found yet. Everybody in this church, whatever you are praying for, whatever you are expecting, whatever you desire from God, because as a church we prayed for the conference, when we pray, God has sent your word. But you will recognize it only when you give attention. There is no subject matter. That is not in the Bible in a coded way. The Bible is like codes. Husbands are there, wives are there, children are there, job is there, whether you should travel or not, everything is there. But they are in codes. As you listen repeatedly, all of a sudden, in a 45 minute message, you hear in one minute what is yours. And it changes you forever. Forever and ever. It changes you forever. There is something you hear about health and you are never sick again. There is something you hear about prosperity and you are never broke again. There is something you hear about the fruit of the Spirit and you cannot lose your temper anyhow anymore. All of a sudden you are a different person. They have all been spoken and been sent just to tell all this body to go back to the words that have been spoken during the conference. You see, in the parable of the sower, which is the most fundamental of all parables. Because Jesus said, if you don't understand this parable, how shall you understand other parables? So the most important parable is the parable of the sower in Matthew 13. And Jesus gave four possibilities that can happen to a seed sown. So there is the rocky soil, there is the one among the thorn, there is the one on the pathway, and there is the good heart, good soil. Hmm. And Jesus explains that if you hear the word and you have no understanding. Now he said, when you sow the word, those by the way, because disciples have said, Lord, tell us the meaning. And he said, those by the wayside are those they hear immediately. Satan takes it away from their hearts. Immediately. Now, I will not go into details on that, but that happens in meetings a lot. You know, I just realized that 
People think that Satan is sick and is on admission. He's not sick. He's very well alive. Some people think that Satan is dead. You will say, I don't think so. But what do you suppose he will do when you receive a word from God? You think he will join you in saying, praise God, brother? You just got it, man? <laughs> no. Now, I want, I want to pay attention to something. Lord Jesus. That, that uh, 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 Matthew 13, I don't know which verse now, that the Bible says, when persecution arose for the sake of the word, the word is the greatest, the word attracts persecution. Once Satan sees that the seed of somebody has given you a prophecy, that was why Paul told Timothy that wage a good warfare. Because when God gives you a word, Satan comes for that word. You know what some people don't know? This one understanding is very powerful. Fasting doesn't stop Satan. He appeared to Jesus after 40 days dry. So you think he won't come to you after one day. But Jesus said it is written. Because it is the word of God that straightens your mentality. See, the way you live depends on your knowledge of the word of God. Can I say this to everybody? Be in church on Wednesday, every Wednesday. If by the virtue of your work, you can't come to church, if you can't, and God knows you can't, play the just join us online. Some don't see. You have to be deliberate about the information. Now, I will... Yeah, but Bible says, yet he had no root himself, but endure it for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises, why? Because of the word. Because of the word. What will make you to know that the word is rooted inside you? You don't see an external change immediately, but you hold on to what you have heard. I gave a story for service, and that was what helped. When the lady taught me about giving, when I was in university, I used to pray, and I still pray. I pray more now. But then, I was just wondering, while I would say prosperity in God's word, that it wasn't really happening to me. And I was praying for the fellowship. And I saw it in this lady. Any small thing she touched, they must. Anything. And then she taught me that you give, but there's no honor in your giving. The Bible says, honor the Lord. He said, what to do? is that you receive money, 1,000, and you know your tithe is 100. You spend, spend, spend. When it's like 200, you give your 100. You give me your tithe. He said, yes. He said, but what I do, he said, when they give to me, God first. He said, before I do any of that, he said, he say, he, 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 you are not bribing God. It's just a sign of the fact that you have come to realize that all of your stuff, they come from me. So you honor him for it. It's still the same 100 before any other thing. The thing hits me like, and I said, wow. So before I attend to any other thing, then I saw it in Matthew. The kingdom, seek first. That means God's mentality is that he must come first. And then the second one was when I realized that even though you are a giver, you don't speak wrong stuff. Apart from the physical seed you give, words are also seed. Your word can corrupt your harvest. When you say things are bad in Nigeria, Nobody is free, nobody, only those who, who still have money. Then you push the harvest away from yourself by the words of your mouth. Even though you are qualified for harvest, you just. God is powerful. I just feel like saying this 
God is mighty. Some of the stories I told for service, I, I might not be able to repeat them, but the one I will bring out of, these things are happening to a lot of people. People are operating supernaturally. People are starting schools and they are expanding in a way that man cannot explain. I told the first service, I just met one of those ladies in Abuja, happily married, wonderful, but I mean, imagine doing interior decor and somebody giving you a check to write any amount on a day. It is true that there is a bridge where wealth is crossing. It is true. And she began to give me examples where they charter plane to take, a, take her abroad to shop for materials to come and do stuff here. Just a simple person. Now, when these things don't happen to some Christians, they think that it's not... Many Christians do exactly trust God. They think it's all a lie and that... Where I wanted to read the Leviticus, God told them that on the seventh year, it should be a Sabbath, they must not work. And God told Moses that if they ask you that because we are not going to work on the seventh year, what do we eat? He said, tell them, I will command my blessing on the sixth year. And in sixth year, they will have times three of all other years. So that they won't lack anything seventh year. And when they plant eighth year, it might be the ninth year to germinate. They will have three years. And there was nobody in Israel who planted sixth year that did not have times three of their soil. According to history, times three. The same soil, you plant first year, let's say receive 25 stuff, second year 25. When they planted sixth year, they received 75. God said, I can do it. As I sat down when they meditating on the word, he said, I let the church know, I can do it again. I can multiply what people have. That's why it's God. But it begins with honor. But let's go back to what we are saying today. When you give attention to the word, it becomes what begins to manifest in your life. The word of God does not come alive. Whether a direct word from the word or a prophecy spoken over you, they don't automatically begin to come to pass until you begin to interact with them by meditating on them and dwelling on them. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 15. The Bible says, meditate on this. Give yourself wholly to them that thy profiting, the profit that is in the word I have received, we only manifest when I meditate and give myself. Brother brethren, you will need to turn your eyes off many things. You will need to turn your eyes off many things. Let me say this straight away to everybody, which I said for service. If you are practicing Bible study and prayer every day, you will never need deliverance in your life. No matter what they call battles or going on in people's life, light is the answer to darkness forever. The entrance of his word given light. The more you give attention to the word, the more the light begins to saturate all aspects of your life. Demons will not need announcement. They will just leave. Are you getting what I'm saying? If you want mosquitoes to die quickly, when you fumigate your room, do it in a way that is so concentrated. Maybe you waste one whole big one on a small room. Even the bold ones among them will die. Except those who have eternal life. <laughs> there are some mosquitoes nowadays that <laughs> it takes more than... You understand? You have to use combination. Because as soon as you finish, they wait for a while. Later they come and say, oh, but which one? 
<laughs> you are sleeping and they are. But let's say under normal circumstances, some are not normal. But normal. But if you want them to die very quickly, let it be highly consecrated in the room. And I'm saying this to everybody. What level must be very high? Victory will be very certain. It is true. Hallelujah. Do I walk through the value of the shadow of death? I fear no evil. If you know it, it will protect you more than any prophet saying that your journey, uh, you are protected. Prophet can fail. The world does not fail. I told them for service, at the highest level, Apostle Paul said, we know in part, even Paul. That means, Paul, at times, will come to him, he's not seeing accurately. He said it himself. He said, we know in part, as if that was not enough. He said, we prophesy in parts. That means, whatever I'm telling you, I only know in parts. But the word of God does not know in parts. It is fully revealed. Believers must give attention now, what is going to happen this way? Because of what I'm sharing with you. As you continue to listen to messages in that conference, I pray for everybody. May you hear your own message. In the message that tells you precisely how to end a season. An end to many seasons. An end was announced during the meeting. Now, you along to another season as you listen and a direct word comes to you. Did you get that? This is all I'm led to share with you today. You see, Genesis 15, God spoke to Abraham. Genesis 16, Sarah spoke to Abraham. Giving attention to God's word means that you will have to turn your attention away from many things. Many, many things. Hallelujah. As soon as the word is coming, another word will come from Satan. Yes. Hallelujah. When God assured Abraham I was going to have a child, then Sarah said, that, let's try a guy. Give attention to my word also means turn your eyes away from every other thing and focus on the word. I'm just telling you the process because many of you will receive amazing things during the week. Then you will know that God does not joke and he does not lie. When he speaks, it is done. But a man must receive, incubate on that word regularly. That means you put it in your heart and you put it in your mouth. Play these messages as you drive. They become real after a while. They become real after a while. They become real after a while. You see, there are some of us, we will need to speak and think and speak and think lack for a long time before they can catch up with us. Maybe I should stop on this note. What you are experiencing today is the harvest of the seed you saw yesterday. Efforts, words, everything. If you don't like what you see today, begin to plant the right seed for tomorrow. I think, I don't know, somebody that made it on Lawrence who, who mentioned it on stage. All the people you celebrate in one field or the other today, actually, it's not what they are doing today that you are applauding. It's what they have done yesterday that is producing today. If, for instance, a pastor is beginning to backslide, you might not know for four years. If it's someone that has prayed for years 
and now he's turned around to the devil and he's beginning to cut corners and doing things, you will not know for years. But after a while, harvest time will come. A cycle will come again that will reveal that in the last five years he hasn't been praying, he has been doing a lot of things. But you might not know for the first five years. Why? Something is like when you switch off a fan, the blade doesn't go off immediately. It begins to... What he has done before, we still carry him for a while. Carry him for a while. The moment you begin to speak the right words, begin to listen to the right... It does not look immediately as if things are changing your environment. But continue. After a while, you will see what you are pushing the spirit because it will manifest physically. Glory to God. Many things will be created for you. As you meditate on the word of God. Victory on every side. I see you multiplying. I see grace. In the name of Jesus Christ. Remember, the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. We are here to help humanity. We are here to be a blessing to people. We are here. And it gets my attention when I notice that most of the things believers pray for, they have to do with money and resources. This is why people travel the bash like where governments, they offer them all those things for free. But Christianity is bigger than that. And we are here to reconstruct this nation that we live in and any other nation where you find yourself. It's our, it's our mission. But we are people of the world. Hallelujah. When we are praying this morning, I told the leader something. S2 Revival came to Nigeria many years ago. That was the beginning of what you call Pentecostalism in Nigeria. I had a teacher in my secondary school used to tell us all those stories that happened then. Look at me, everybody. And I will say it in a way that so it doesn't look as if I'm speaking against some people. That time, when S2 Revival hit Nigeria, it used to be Anglican, Methodist, and older churches. In all those churches, and when this revival came, at that moment, nobody was talking about ancestral spirit and demons. How did the Christians then survive without giving attention to prophets, demons, and all those things? Now that they talk about it, they seem to multiply. When you give attention to Satan, he gives you direction. Too much talk on spirit, controlling your family, this one, that one, is empowering demons to invade lives and homes more. When people go that way, deliverance is real. God speaks a word to people. Jesus said, my name shall cast out demons. Demonic activities are real. But when too much attention is given to them, when people go for a meeting and all they want to hear is only to tell them I'm sitting into realm of spirit about your family, and they don't want to listen to a word that will tell them what to do, what will happen to you is that you belong to the class of the children of Israel. Bible says he made known his way to Moses, his acts to the children of Israel. You want the acts of God, power, something touch me. But you don't want to know the ways of God, how to work with your Heavenly Father on a daily basis. Yet when you work with him, your past is kept and evil is kept away from you. Are you with me? Whatever I preach in this church or anywhere, it will lead you back to read your Bible, pray every day. That's all. There is no bigger demand than that. Back to the fact that wake up in the morning, do a strong devotion, 
listen to a message that will help you do a stronger devotion. That is all. That is all. Every message will drive you back to strengthen your daily work with God. That's all. I get what I'm saying. Is somebody clear on this? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Our new year started immediately after the conference. It's a year of blessing. Fullness of joy. And you experience this all around you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Is someone blessed today? Rise. God bless you. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.